Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude, that's my name. This other guy's got a name. It's Andy. Talk to us, Andy. Hey, man, that is my name. Good to see you. You can't see me. I can feel you, though. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you in my soul, brother. Okay. So, this is the Album Nerds Podcast. We're a couple of fellas, friends, pals, confidants, and uh, we love talking about music, and this is a great opportunity to do so, and uh, we get to share it with all y'all. Listeners out there, music recommendations, fun topics, and um, we get to stay in touch with each other. And it keeps us honest, looking for new stuff to listen to. And uh, that's personally for me one of the most gratifying parts of doing this. So, albumnerds.com is the place to be. Go there. Tell us what you think. Tell us what to listen to. And tell us if we're doing anything right. Because if we're not doing anything right, we're doing everything wrong. <laughs> so what's up with you, Mr. Andrew? Oh, uh, you know, you know, not too much, not too much. Um I don't know if you'd know this about me or not, but uh when I'm not listening to music, I enjoy some stand up comedy. That doesn't compute for me. Uh, no, you wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> no. So <laughs> I'm such a funny guy. <laughs> Well, you laugh at everything I say, but I figured that's just because that's, you're that's kind it, of scared. Well, no, I just like to laugh. That's all. Hmm. Okay, so I'm not funny at all. No, I just like Got to it. laugh. <laughs> I would just laugh if it was quiet. Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Well, I mean, not a favorite, but he's up there. A legend in the stand-up comedian world. uh Dave Chappelle, he put out a uh, two new Netflix specials came out last week. I was pretty excited to see that. I got a chance to watch them last week. You uh, are you a fan of uh, Mr. Chappelle at all, bud? I I watched when the Chappelle show existed. Um, I thought it was humorous. I thought that the real life stories of Prince yes. um, were illuminating. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I liked his movies before I liked him in uh, Half Baked back when I was a youngster, um, college age, I think. And yeah, he's a funny dude. It was sad when he disappeared, but I respected him for it. So what's he doing now? Is it stand up? Is it sketches? What's the deal? No, it's all just stand up, like one hour specials. Um, yeah, so funny is a little sidebar. Apparently, he moved to like the middle of nowhere in Ohio with his family. <laughs> He's like the lone black guy in Ohio. Well, talk about that. Just that actually reminds me of that character where he was the blind black clan member racist guy. <laughs> Remember? That was my all time favorite. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I'm picturing when you say that he went off to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, he, he's that character now. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's got two specials. Uh, the first one is pretty good. There's some pretty funny stories about uh, some real life stories about him beating uh, OJ Simpson over the years. And um, but I don't know. He's he's also kind of blue. There's a lot of like uh, 
can tell he pays a lot of attention to like the media and his perception mm-hmm. of them of him and but the second one the second one in of the two i think is where it's at there's some really he, funny stories about his family life and uh his kids and his wife and shit and it's i think it's as good as as anything he's done cool um i know that he hosted saturday night live um around the time yeah of the election results right right yeah a few months back right yeah yeah He's like jacked now. I was surprised when I saw him. <laughs> He's nice. like all lifting weights. Like you. That's right. Do you still work out or have you gone to pot? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> little of both. little of both. <laughs> uh, hey, whatever happened to the roof of your house, dude? Got ripped off by wind a couple months ago. What's the deal? Uh, yeah. We just put up a tarp. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Well, if it doesn't snow. That's classy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It was only a couple small pieces, and uh, right. it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. So We're good. We're dry. We're staying warm. Nice. Yeah, no worries. Spring. <laughs> Spring is sprung, y'all. All right. So now, chit-chat. What are Let's we doing down today? down to business. We got, yep. uh, we got some new release recommendations. One from you, one from me. You know, I think that requires a transition. That's... Yeah! New release recommendation. So? Yeah. What do you recommend? Oh, after, after you, my friend. Me? Okay. Okay. So, happy news, everybody. I yeah. found a metal band that I like. Whoa. Now, that hasn't happened in like 10 years. <laughs> so, we're going to say happy. I'm happy I found a metal band, but they're a doom metal band. Right. So, we're talking big. We're talking sad. And we're talking rhythmic, but it's heavy. So, the band is Paul Bearer which whom I had not heard of um, and apparently the rest of the world had their new album. <laughs> it's called heartless. Um, their first was sorrow and extinction foundations of burden was their second in 2014. Uh, so this one was just released. And uh, from what I understand, and I've been doing a lot of research trying to listen to the older albums and they're very thoughtful. I've watched a lot of their interviews. These are some intelligent, thoughtful young men. I mean, they're well-spoken. They're not at all what I expected, and they love music. Um, they love crafting it. So what do you think? I mean, you've heard of them before, right? Yeah. I, I think I had a little bit of buzz when their first record came out. It's probably like, what, six, six years ago or so? Quite a while ago. Yeah. Yep, 2012. 2012, yeah. Um, and I kind of liked it. It's not exactly my favorite kind of metal, but I did listen to, uh, I think I listened to the last three records and enjoyed them. Where Where are they from? Are they a U.S. Arkansas. band? Or? Oh, Arkansas. They're from Arkansas, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> Which, I, I thought it, they were like Swedish or something. Yeah, I just assumed doom metal is like Norwegian or something, but oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, so uh, they came out of Little Rock... Um, and they played the local doom scene, which I didn't know existed in Little Rock, Arkansas. But um, 
They're all very well-crafted songs. This album, Heartless, is um, it, it's kind of it's like a complex architecture, right? I mean, it it blends together. I don't know elements of classic prog, '90s alt rock, stretches of proto metal. It's about mortality, life, love, and um, some good vocals, clean vocals, clean vocals. Yeah, that's kind of rare in this in this genre. So, well. I didn't know what clean vocals were till a few weeks ago. You said it during one of our shows. And I thought, I'm like, they're not swearing? And then it became clear. <laughs> so Right, right. They're not growling is what you mean. Yeah, they're not growling. So now one of the things I do when I'm looking, like I've been looking for speed metal or thrash metal with clean vocals. So that's my new mm. thing. That's what I'm looking for. Cool, cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. These guys remind me a lot of Black Sabbath. Like they're like that same pace, you know. It's like yes. very slow, deliberate music. And even the even the lyrics sound a little bit like uh, like Ozzy. Yeah, there's an Blizzard of Oz element in there, um, <laughs> but there's also some prog rock sounds. There's Pink Floyd tones. Like I hear David Gilmour style guitar work um, mm-hmm. in some of the songs. And I was watching an interview with them and, and the bassist was being asked what they are. And he's like, well, we say we're doom, but I consider us prog. So that's progressive rock, um, which I also only learned a few years ago. But <laughs> I really like it. Uh, I saw a review of it, and that's what got me to check it out. And I like every song. They're long. They're plotting. But they definitely have their peaks and valleys, and I dig them. Should I play a little something? Yeah, let's hear one. All right. I'm going to go with Cruel Road. That track is one of the more crushing ones, and that's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's about as fast as it gets, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, though. I, yeah, this record's been getting a lot of good press. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it feels like, uh, feels like the people like it. Yeah, I mean, I feel a bit like a bandwagoner here, but that's okay. I'm just happy I found something that I like. And we'll see how the relationship develops. That's right. <laughs> you know? Because, like, this has been about a week. So I've really been, I've listened to it 20 times. Well, that's a lot in a week, bro. But only maybe three or four of those have been meaningful times. Mm. It's been on like, while I'm doing other things and it's hard to focus, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I really like I like their album art a lot. That's one thing that always stuck with me for them was they got kind of this. Uh, all the records look the same or look like the same type of uh, artwork. Yeah. The one from uh, Sorrow and Extension, their first record. There has got this really crazy like Grim Reaper drawing on the front that I love. 
And same with their one after that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, there's it just, there's synthesizers, there's acoustic guitars, there's crunchy electric guitars. Um, and there's just kind of ethereal sound to a lot of it. The 12 minute dancing and madness opens with like dark rock and then moves to like a emotional blues kind of feel sludgy psychedelic. It's well thought out and uh, really well constructed. And I can tell these guys are passionate about it. And that's means a lot to me. Totally. You want to play, uh, play one more? Yeah. Let's do I Saw the End. It's the opening track. The growling is from the guitars. I like that. Right. Let <laughs> <laughs> your music do the growling for you. That's exactly what I'm saying. I want to hear <laughs> the words. I want to feel a little emotion. You know what I mean? Like sad? <laughs> well, in this case, but I mean for other metal genres, yeah. for all those millions of uh, metal musicians listening to the show, Take a note. Clean vocals, please. Dude would like <laughs> to understand what you're talking about. Dude, just put it in a request. Please abide. Please. Please abide. Hey, that was a nice little... All right. What, my friend, do you recommend? Well, actually, I think my pick settles up pretty nicely next to yours, actually. What? It's also... Yeah, it's it's a rock record. It's also very deliberate, also very thoughtful. It's from uh, a band I've been really getting into, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Awesome name, right? It sounds fake. Thing like that. <laughs> <laughs> so they put out a record at the end of last year called uh, "Flying Microtonal Banana." Yes, what, it did. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> so. Well, it turns out microtonal is a type of music. I didn't even, I never even heard this before. So, um, basically, in Western music, our typical music, we have 12 different intervals between an octave, 12 different notes that we would play. In Eastern music, like Indian music, they have a lot more divisions, up to like 22 or so. So when you have those really small divisions, they call that microtonal divisions. There you go. Um, are you sure it's not microtonal? Microtonal. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty sure it's microtonal. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's play a sample of that, and so the, the crowd can hear uh, what the hell microtonal music sounds like. Um, so, what are we listening to, sir? Let's hear the track two, Melting. Melting, 
That's crazy, like right? I've never dropped acid, as they say. Uh-huh. But I imagine it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the world's just melting around you. <laughs> well, just the sound is... Yeah, it's so different, right? I mean, I've heard of psychedelic stuff, 60s psychedelic, whatever, but this is mind-blending. It's really... It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bizarre. It takes a few minutes to get used to it. Um, but man, I've really come to love it. I really appreciate this record. It's got me kind of digging back into their back catalog. And the cool thing about this band, uh, King Gizzard, is they really they change up every record. It sounds a lot different. It really seems like they just kind of get sick of one approach to music and just try something totally different. How long so, have they been around? Actually, for quite a while. Um, they probably have like, I would guess, five or six records out over the last... Um, they put out music really quickly, too, actually, which is something I like about them. Supposedly, they have five albums coming out this year. Yeah, I see a lot listed. Yeah, and they're all really different. There's like jam band type music and more just like garage rock. But I think this latest one here, um, Flying Michael Tunnel Banana, is uh, is the most engaging, at least to me. Um so it's up on Bandcamp right now. You can stream it for free. Oh, yeah! It's such a. It sounds almost like uh, alien music, man, or yeah. like reptilian. Almost the vocals are so so bizarre. Um, let's hear one more track uh, towards the end of the record here. Uh, Nuclear fusion is a good example. So what are there like seven dudes in this band? Yeah, it's a huge band. That's big. So, yeah, they play together really tight. I, I watched a few of their performances, and they they're pretty cool. Like they're all young guys from Australia. Um, all got long hair, so you might <laughs> you well, might like them. <laughs> that so several weeks ago when this came out, I yeah. saw it, the picture of the band, and I'm like, oh, kind of a weird name, but this could be. This could be my thing. And uh, it wasn't what I expected <laughs> at all. Um, one little funny thing I found, and I don't know if you've found this in your research. Do you know what they did in April of 2015? Oh, what did they do? They announced an Australian-wide festival tour named, <laughs> I'm hoping it's, because they're Keaton Gizzard, right? Yeah, it's Giz Fest. G I Z Z F E S T. To coincide with the release of their album that year, uh, they went to Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, Sydney, and Brisbane, and they had different lineups at each uh, <laughs> Giz Fest. I'm not going to say it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, that takes a lot of. Chutzpah, as the Australians yeah. say. They have a good sense of humor, for sure. <laughs> so, very interesting band. 
Yeah, and I, just add, like their lyrics are also really thoughtful too. So like the first track we heard there is all about like global warming and how the planet's changing and how we're involved with that. And then you know they got that cool track about nuclear fusion, which is kind of a weird topic, but it's really more about like things being fused together and how similar things are and you know it's more like a spiritual message than uh than you might expect in kind of like a quirky uh rock song now how much of their discography yeah discography did you or is it a gizography did you listen to (laughs) so i was pretty familiar with the last two records um actually the one before this one, Nagonon Infinity, is a really good record, too. I'd recommend that. It's pretty cool. Like It just loops back into itself. You can just play it on a loop, and it'll just nicely transition back from the end to the beginning. Now, do you have one you would recommend for me that's a little more my... A little more straightforward? Tradish for the dude? Well, their catalog is a little bit hard to get a hold of, so there's a few records... Ah. Um, you might check check out Twelve Bar Brews if you can find that on uh, okay. your streaming service. That was from twenty twelve. Um, okay, it's a little bit short. Short tracks, you know, uh, a little bit more straightforward. All right, I'll check that out. Dif- lot different. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, King King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Find microtonal banana. Banana. <laughs> banana is my microtonal banana. Banano and uh, Banano? yeah, Paul Bearer Heartless is the dude's pick. Yes, good stuff. Good stuff. Shall we transition? You know, I think that's a wonderful idea. Giving propers. That's right. We're giving propers. Robot style. Andy hates the robot lady from jolly old England, but I think she's swell. This is when we talk about some things outside of music, like a recommendation for a TV show, a piece of technology, etc., so on and so forth. So, Andy, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, why, thank you. You're so welcome. So... I have another podcast I've been listening to. There are other podcasts out there besides ours in the world. I know. It's just... I I hate to admit it, but... We broke the internet when people are trying to download this show when it's released. It's Somehow someone else snuck another one in there. Yeah. Um, There's a a really good one out. It's been put out the last uh, month or two here called uh, Missing Richard Simmons. And... It's basically a search for Richard Simmons. Uh, you know, the, the famous um, exercise guru from the 90s. 90s? Yeah. 80s, on, 90s, 80. right? Oh, man. It goes back to the 70s, dude. Back to the 70s? Really? Is oh, he yeah. that old? Yeah. yeah. I know him from the 90s, but uh, I don't know a lot from the 70s. So. I've known him my entire <laughs> life. Okay, all right. So did you know that he kind of fell off the face of the earth about three years ago? I did not. Yeah, well, no one's really heard from him. He he hasn't been teaching exercise class that he did uh, 
every day for years and years and years in California. Um, he also stopped talking to like all of his friends and all the people he was like mentoring and coaching through their like weight loss crises. Um, so people were like, kind of worried about him. I thought maybe something happened to him. Maybe he was sick or I don't know. Maybe there was a death in the family or something. So this guy put together this, uh, it's only a six episode podcast. It's done really, really well. Almost as good as ours. Um, it's kind of in the style of like, uh, that serial podcast that was really popular a couple of years ago. Uh, it's kind of like cliffhangers at the end of each episode. I really got into it. I binge listened to it. Listened to it over like three days. Listened to the whole thing. It's really interesting. I don't, I'm not even a big Richard Simmons fan, but I just know of him. And this is a really good story. So I would highly recommend it. Uh, Missy and Richard Simmons. Check it out on, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I've... Uh, heard about that a lot and I guess there's been some backlash about whether it's true or not and Richard Simmons representatives have been arguing that the details are stretched but yeah entertainment's entertainment and yeah what you should know his real name Milton Teagle Simmons <laughs> Teagle Teagle <laughs> 68 years young his fitness career 78 to 2014 nice yeah i just just as a quick aside like there's some really cool interviews and clips from his career you know mixed into the show and i didn't realize like how much like good he was doing for people out there just kind of by the goodness of his own heart so i mean if the guy wants to take a break for a while as far as i'm concerned he earned it as long as he's safe and not being held hostage by his housekeeper or whatever the story is out there. <laughs> that, is, that idea is floated in the show. Yeah, but, uh, okay. <laughs> super interesting. But okay. uh, yeah, anyway, what, uh, what have you been into lately, man? All right, so this was a television program called The Good Place, a fantasy comedy television series. It was on in September of... 2016 and had a I think like a 13 episode run. Did you watch this on TV? I watched it as it was on um, on oh. Hulu actually uh, uh, and okay. I thought it was awesome, hilarious from the very beginning and then when it came to an end I kept going back looking for the next episode and then I had to look it up and find out it was done for the season. Oh. But a second season is coming so let me fill you in on what this is about. <clears throat> so Eleanor Shellstrop, played by Kristen Bell, is a young lady that dies at the beginning of the show and wakes up in the afterlife and is sent by Michael, who's played by Ted Danson, who's hilarious in this, to The Good Place. It's a heaven-like utopia. Uh, they're custom-designed to reward each person that goes there's righteous life. So there's this whole complicated calculation as to the good people and how they get to go to the good place. And they get a house that fits their personality. They get assigned a, a soulmate that's perfect for them. And it's just perfect life. And Michael, Ted Danson, is the host of all this and tries to make sure everything goes okay. So, turns out they got the wrong Eleanor Shellstrop. And this lady sucks <laughs> and she doesn't belong oh, there no. so it's like a fanciful 
colorful show with really cool effects and funny situations where this lady is trying to fit in. But because she's there, it throws things out of balance. So stuff starts going wrong in the good place. And she makes friends that are trying to help her become a better person so she can stay there. And um, it's ridiculous. But it's really funny. Great writing. Original. Um, Have you seen it? No, that's the first I've heard of it. But man, that's a great premise for a show. I love that idea of making a heaven for somebody. (laughs) It's cool. Yeah, so she's with her supposed soulmate, and she finds out about all the wonderful things she did, like helping orphans and whatever, and she's like, oh, my God, I never did that. So they show flashbacks (laughs) to her bad behavior where someone will come up to her and ask her for the time, and she'll say, say a horrible thing to them, and I can't do it justice, but it's really funny. The characters are all fascinating, and... um, there's some good surprises throughout the show. So it's 13 episodes. They're half-hour comedy series. I think you can find it on Hulu, maybe NBC.com. Um, so check it out. Check it out. Cool. That sounds pretty good, man. I'll check it out. Okay, cool. That's uh, tier the end Aww. for us. Um, <laughs> albumnerds.com. All y'all, go there. Comment. Check us out on albumnerds.com. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what to listen to. We're always looking for new music to listen to. And um, there's more out there than we can dig through. So help us out. We'll help you out. And uh, go to us on the Twitter at Album Nerds. Where else can they find us? We're also on the music sharing app symbol. I thought you were going to do the robot, man. Nah, dude. You know I don't like robots. <laughs> I don't trust those fools. <laughs> That's just rude. So where can they get the podcast, dude? Oh, yeah, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's uh, it's on iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher Radio, and streaming on our website, albumnerds.com. It's albumnerds with an A. That's right. So tell your friends, tell your brother, tell your sister. I'm thinking about that Antoine Dodson video from a few years ago. Remember that guy? <laughs> oh, God, I love that video. You <laughs> have to go watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Tell everyone about the podcast. We would love for a bigger community, so please join us. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Remember to check out those albums and have a wonderful week. See you next week.